don't look at me in that tone of voice, sir. You know, she only loves you for your mealworms. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> and that fuzzy, soft beard of yours. <laughs> it is soft. <laughs> sorry, we're crazy. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. I have some questions for Jeff, but Uh-oh. Okay. I'm not sure what they are yet. Hey, y'all. I'm Mel, and you are listening to Wilma the Wonder Hen. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. We are so excited to have a ray of COVID cluckers with us today. She is a returning guest, but she brought along with her her majestic sidekick, <laughs> Jeff. He is known as the Bearded Claw. You cannot visually see his beard, but it is there, and he is rocking it. And we are so happy to have y'all. Hi, Ray. Hi, Jeff. Hi. <laughs> He does have a magnificent beard. Yes, I do. He does. It looks so soft and fuzzy. It is. <laughs> we'll have to do like a, a rating, like a one out of ten. How soft is Beth's beard? Yes. Yes. You do that. He would All have right. fun with it. Okay. <laughs> We're so happy to have y'all. So go right ahead, Miss Ray. How are you? Oh, my goodness. It's been a glorious time. I've had a few broody hens, which we all know about, and we're not going to elaborate too much on this story, but one of my broody hens, Mama Mary, decided to leave her nest at 20 days. She's not allowed <laughs> to sit anymore. She, she'll she never sit again. And uh, yeah, that's a small snippet of the story. We talked about that. It was not cool. No. Crazy no. Mary. Yeah, but Mama Reba came in. She swooped up those two babies. I had to bring those babies in the house and put them on a heating pad. This is a store, a life lesson of, okay, I've had chickens for years and years and years raised with broody mamas. Well, this was the, I've had hell chicken eat her babies. She's killed all her babies. Okay. So other than that, Mama Mary has sat before with no issues. Well, she decided on day 20 of these lavender Orpingtons that I went to a special breeder and purchased. She decided on day 20, she didn't want to be a mom. It wasn't for her. <laughs> She could have picked a better time. Like, yeah, she, could have, she could have abandoned them after they were born, which would have been fine with me. But So I brought them all in. Half of them were no good because they had already chilled and they were dead. But I salvaged two of them on a heating pad and a cup of water. Now, I do want to give a shout out to Marissa King. She was on one of our previous episodes. I love her. She gave me a tip that I had never used before to see if they were viable because I did candle them. So we took a warm cup of water and I dropped the eggs gently into the water. And if they are viable, the baby chick will kick and move around in the water. Blew <sighs> my mind. I never knew that. And I've had chickens forever. So that is always, awesome. Yeah, we're always learning. So shout out to Marissa. You brought. So I did figure out two of them were viable. And I sat them on the heating pad. And eventually they started just making their way out. And I helped them a little bit. I gave them some nutri drench and I gave those babies to Mama Reba. And she just, she's like, yeah, those are my babies. So anyway, <laughs> it all worked out. I got Mama Raven in the yard running around with her babies and all is good for right now. But how is it over at the Clucker clan? Cold. Uh, yeah, it's cold and rainy. It It's never stopping. It needs to stop. It needs to be May. We turned on our heat. Oh, no. Yeah, that's no good. No, it's not. We woke up and the house was fifty degrees inside, and it is so cold. That's crazy. And he hates that. 
we're having blackberry winter. It's when the blackberries here bloom is when it gets cold. Hmm. So we've had like 30s and 40s here, but like today and yesterday was back in the 70s. But once the blackberries bloom, it's called blackberry winter. So huh. that explains why our blackberry bush is finally like actually doing something. Yeah, it's yeah. Living. Like where were plants come to die? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're oh, just sweet. like thrilled that everything is like blooming and like we finally have um loosened up a little bit with the girls and we are letting them free range across our entire lawn in the afternoon. Oh. And and he is so happy because they now weed the garden. Yeah. Yes. Fertilize the grass and our People ask us if, like, you know, we actually, like, have, like, a lawn mowing business. And we're like, no, we have chickens. No. <laughs> People ask me all the time, why is your grass so green? Everything I have is dead. Well, minus the hay field. It's always green because, you know, fertilizer. But <laughs> um, because chickens crap everywhere. <laughs> Our life is poop. Honestly, yeah. it's poop and mealworms. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It's okay, honey. He's shy. He has questions about fancy. Oh, he oh. loves your cat. Yeah, love he fancy. is a cat person. That is, that is He's a not a chicken cat. person. Jeff is a chicken daddy, so you have to speak up. We have yeah. to hear from you. Okay. That's Our fun. last episode, we had the chicken king on. So Yeah, I'm not a chicken king. Maybe like lower down the family tree. <laughs> so what what would you like to know about Fancy Girl? I just, I just thought she's just a beautiful little cat. I didn't even realize she didn't have a tail. I thought that was even better. <laughs> she is so thick. Like when she gets during the winter, when she gets her winter coat, I probably could shear her and use it as like make a blanket. Obviously, I'm not going to shear my cat. So don't, <laughs> please don't send messages. But she's very old too. She's almost 16, I think. Oh, my gosh. oh wow. She's beautiful. Yeah. Every time she comes on, he like loses it. He's like, oh, there's a cat. There's a cat. So and she has the bluest eyes. I've, she does. But I'll have to tell you a secret. Fancy is not nice. Fancy <laughs> is probably the meanest cat I've ever owned in my entire life. She will scratch your feet and you will have to drag her off of your legs. Y'all don't see that part, but she's psycho. <laughs> when I'm sitting down and then, you know, she can come to me, but do not ever pick her up. It's on her terms. All yes. Time. But she is beautiful and <laughs> husband's ex-wife's cat that she didn't want. So she was a foo-foo brand of cat. <laughs> and when she left, not to, this is probably, <laughs> probably shouldn't say all this stuff, but I don't care. But when she left, she didn't want the cat. So she cat stayed with my husband and used to live inside. She comes in and out when she wants. So if, she, if you bring her in the house and she wants out, she'll rip the curtains down. Like she'll climb up to the top oh of the curtain God. and rip it down. So it's not really a choice. So she does get to go outside a lot and she loves it out there. But that's a, that's a nice transformation. Yeah. We got one that wants to be a country cat, but Ray won't let him. Mm-mm. Oh, you won't let him outside? No. Because he won't come back. No. Oh, yeah. Males are really bad about that. Mm-hmm. Even neutered. If you let him out, they go wild. He goes crazy. And like Jeff's always like, we can let him out. He can go roam, roam with the chickens. And like, no, nah, Leia gives him a look like, no, just don't even she, come like, close. Roosters up and like goes after him. She's fabulous. What are y'all drinking over there? <laughs> We're having chore beers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have <Starbucks>. water. <laughs> I have water. That's a oh, cute nice. cup. 
I like yeah, that. Yeah, my friend made it the tops inside, but it has my initials on it. Aww. Yeah. I want to get into all, like, that Cricut stuff. Like, I have Cricuts, like, to do all Oh, the you do? Final. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I made your... Uh, oh, that's how you made my... Oh, I love that. It, I No one is allowed to use it. It's up, up <laughs> in my cabinet. And my daughter was putting a glass, like, on top of it. Like, she was emptying the dishwasher, and she was, like, stacking stuff. And I was like, no! <laughs> Don't put anything on it. You're not allowed to touch that or use it. So, honestly, I don't use it. It's probably like that fine china, you know, like, like some people have in their houses they never use. Like, their great-great-great-grandmother gave them. <laughs> That's my fine china. So That's a huge no, compliment. <laughs> really? No one yes. is allowed to use it. It's so precious to me. Oh, I had so much fun making that. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Like he's watching me like sit there and like do all this stuff. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like swearing and like yelling at the computer. (laughs) And it was just so much fun to put together. Like once like you get to the craft part, it's fun. Like the computer stuff. I'm not big with the computer, but. So what do you plan on making with your, I don't have one. Yeah. They're like, um, what, what do you call them? They're kind of like a craft CNC machine. I would guess be the best way to put it. Cause it, it cuts out paper. It cuts out, Really tiny bits of wood. Um, you can do decals, stickers. You can do stuff for shirts. I mean, it, it's it's an interesting little thing. But yeah, it's very high tech. They also have a mug one, right? Where you can yeah, put the mug in it, out. and it puts that on there. Yeah, and I I learned a long time ago how to make the glitter tumblers, but like, yeah. it just takes so much work. Yeah. I know a lot of people that make them, but I really. I'm not an artsy crafts person. I mean, I like it. I think it's beautiful. I think that's why I think when I see someone make something, I'm like, wow. (laughs) I mean, like, wow. Like it blows my mind. Like how impressive. Well, the latest thing is, is I'm trying an experiment with making um, egg holders and I'll send you a picture later and give you an idea of what I'm doing. He's going to help me with it because it's very different than what, I never said yes or no. I just said, yeah, that's probably doable. What? We're married. You don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. (laughs) You said yes. You said yes to that dress. (laughs) (laughs) So we put in our vows. So he's allowed to have as many like trains because he loves doing the model train stuff. Oh, I love trains. I'm allowed to get as many animals as I would like. It's in our wedding vows. Like we have witnesses. Really? Yeah. You have an actual recording of this that you can yeah. share? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. We'll have to link it in the show notes. <laughs> so when I was a little girl, I was probably, I don't know, seven or eight, and it was Christmas. And all I wanted, my sisters always had Barbies and stuff. And I would take her Barbies and I would like cut their heads off and hide, <laughs> hide parts of them so she couldn't find them. And then she'd find one little foot and then. You know, but anyways, we were kind of crazy as kids. But, <laughs> but anyways, I only wanted a train and I wanted the little train track that went around and had little towns and stuff. And I remember getting it. And it was this huge box. And I was so excited. And then my older brother decided that he wanted to play with it. And then I just cried because I never saw it again. And it was awful. Aww. Yeah. Really you, gotta come, you gotta come on over because he's got all the trains behind us. Yeah. Oh, I see them. Oh, yeah. I love them. That's awesome. Yeah. I'll have to come for a visit. Yes, come visit us. You'll, when yeah. it's not, you know, cold. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do I have enough cold <sighs> here. Yeah, well, you're not that far away, so no. no. 
We're not. We're really not. I didn't realize, but there's a lot of people that I met through TikTok and Facebook. They actually live not too far from me. Like Marissa, she lives very close to me. And there's another guest I have coming up. We actually had lunch a couple weeks and weekends Ooh. ago. And she is not very far from me either. So, yeah. But anyways, Miss Ray. Yes. Um, summer is coming up sooner for some of us than others. But I know that y'all probably have had some hot. Look at that puppy. <laughs> There's a puppy. Y'all don't see it, but it's the cutest little puppy. What's the puppy's name? Her name's Bridgie. Bridgie. What she, kind is Bridgie? She's a Jack Russell. Oh, I see now. Let me see your face. She's a she, she grumpy old lady. She just wants to cuddle. And she's not going to be at peace until she's sitting on my lap. So. She's a cutie. She's a sweetheart. But since summer is coming up, we want to hear that COVID cluckers. How are you going to reduce the heat stress with your flock? What are some things you can share with us? Well, he keeps threatening to put an air conditioner in. And that's just like, that's a bad idea all around. Well, they have these little tiny air conditioners at Home Depot. would work fine. I have one right over here on my she shed. We, um, I think we're going to probably buy a couple more outdoor fans for them. Um, we have the premier one poultry drinker, which is nice because it's insulated. It's for winter, but in like it's heated. So like you can plug it in and then it heats in the winter, but in the and then last summer year, it's nice. Last year is like every month we're like, all right, we got to cut another hole inside this coop. So they have more ventilation. Yeah, that's important. So every month, like. For three straight months, we were just cutting another window in each side of the coop and then reframing it and predator proofing it just so they have more airflow. And I think we finally got it right. Yeah, there it does pretty well. I mean, we got to take all the insulation stuff that we put up for winter because we were trying to reduce drafts. Yeah. But um, all the Amazon bags. Yeah, all the Am <laughs> our Amazon packaging. <laughs> it's great insulation. It's awesome. Like. If you need to insulate your coop for like winter, like the Amazon packaging, because we all have it and it's just, it's the um, bubble wrap stuff. Yeah, that's a very good tip. We, uh, I save all my feed bags and mm -hmm. I also save the, I use the industrial size construction trash bags, mm -hmm. but I do recycle them. So we're not just buying a bunch oh, yeah. of trash bags and throwing them away. Yeah. And we hang those up inside of the coop. But yes, the ventilation is very important. And you have to find that balance of making it predator-proof so there's not so many holes, but yet there's enough ventilation. So, yeah, Jeff, you are a chicken daddy king. So <laughs> <laughs> You just don't know it. More of a coop contractor, I think, at this point. That's okay. That's a very, very, very valuable skill because all um, of us ladies need that. Yes. Then last year you got the uh, the swamp cooler. Yeah, floor. we have a little swamp cooler. And that really helped. Um, that we just – I you freeze it like during – the day, like the little filter, you can freeze it and then stick it in the swamp cooler and it like keeps it cool. And we've been doing that at night because like that's the worst time for the chickens because they can't get down and drink. So like, you know, that's when it's okay to like have a draft here or there because like it rustles their feathers and keeps them nice and cool. And they like that. I'm trying to think what else we did that was like, because like we did a good job last year. I was very proud of ourselves. fans. Yeah, fans everywhere. I, I know a lot of people also use the misters. The, they take like the little garden misters. I know that may not be the most economical thing to run water, but maybe run it for an hour or so at the hottest point of the day and just run a little mister. Obviously, they're not going to play in the water, but they like to stand. If they stand in the water, that's when they that that helps reduce their body heat quickest. We have sand in our run. So like we we 
get that nice and cool with the water. We're in Maryland though. So like the misters don't do as much because it's just so stinking humid here. It's, oh, it's yeah. gross, but um, they did like being able to stand in the puddles of, of water on the sand. And then as it cooled, I think it felt really good. And when we let them out, I always try to like water real quick, the grass. So when they run through it, at least like they're getting their little feet nice and cool. I know adding electrolytes during the summer is a good point too. Because they're going to be drinking more, which mm-hmm. means they're going to be losing, you know, more bodily fluids and things that instead of retaining them. So, and I always read like uh, one of the things Gail Damro recommends is if you're going to do electrolytes, you need to also have just plain water off to the side, not just electrolytes. Yeah. And then um, I know with laying hens, if like they're really panting because they're starting to lose those calcium stores, like you can put a little bit of baking powder yep. in the water and that helps them a lot. So smart lady. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying super hard. Is that hard. the stuff you used to call chicken hooch? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I used to put. Um, I'd walk into the kitchen and there's this giant jug of fluid on the stove that says chicken hooch on it. With three X's. And I'm trying to think, like, what alcohol are you making and what stuff are you making from the chickens that's booze? It's the chicken milk. You can milk the chicken. I'm too new to this. (laughs) For $5 a gallon. (laughs) (laughs) We offer pasteurized, which is from the pasture range chickens, and the non-pasteurized, which is the ones that aren't free. (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's magic for the gardens. It's magic juice. No, I don't want it. Yeah, our chicken hooch. (laughs) Hey, you know what? With your heifer farm, that would go really well. Yeah, it would. Yeah, like some kind of shine or chicken shine or something like that. Yeah. That's fabulous. I'm sorry. I have so much fun with you. (laughs) You. With me or with Jeff? I'm old, this. No, he'll, he starts laughing at me because, like, I'm in, like, the other room, like, laughing hysterically, like, cackling. He's like, he's like, what's Mel saying to you now? Yeah. You never know what's going to come out of my mouth. You just, you don't. And I think nope. my kids are crazy, but that's okay. <laughs> Thank you. Ray is my sounding board. I, I have officially named her my assistant on the heifer farm. <laughs> she doesn't really know that, but <laughs> whenever I have an issue or a problem or I want to vent or whatever, I'm like, <laughs> did you say this? Or I say, what do I do or whatever. So, yeah. She's kind of my heifer <laughs> sister. So I love it. I mean, you're more you're more than welcome to take her for a few weeks. I have Fine. We don't have to yeah, cut. We can go. Let's do it. We can go on a trip. Let's do it. So. You got to babysit, though. Have That's fun with pom poms. Oh, pom pom. <laughs> built like a bumper. Oh, pommy bomb. With her food boob. Yeah, y'all started a new hashtag, didn't you? Thick Thursday. I, I am so sorry with these hashtags. I, There's a million I of them. I apologize. I can't. I can't keep up. And it's not because like I'm trying to favor anybody or whatever. If you notice, I don't use a whole lot of them. I have that list, but I can't I like even then I'm starting to lose people on the list because I'm like, oh, like there's a new one. Oh, yeah. I mean, if someone would tag me, say, would you play this or something? I would say, yeah, of course I would. But I don't do it or exclude anyone because I there's just a lot. I think everybody understands that. Yeah. I don't think anybody like. I hope they do. I hope that it's not like, you know, 
Not that, I mean, not that they would care if Wilma played or not. Why wouldn't they? They need Wilma. I don't know. I don't know if they'd really care that Wilma the Wonder Hen doesn't play. But, but great Wilma. They should but I feel honored. bad. So. <laughs> don't feel bad. There's so many. Started Thick Thursday, and this is in honor of Pom Pom. Is that correct? Can yeah. you tell us who Pom Pom is? Pom Pom is um, our one chicken who does not buck. She sings. Like, she she just goes, that's all she does. Aww, she's like her mama. She's so cute. And, like, she's just, she she thick. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. We like them thick. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I always say she's built like a bumper. I mean, she's just round and tough. She is. Butterball has that uh, same kind of issue. So, she a big girl. Oh, I got on one of my hens this week. Speaking of, one of them decided to lay in the run. <gasps> I was like, someone else's chicken laid in the run and then they blamed it on Butterball. And I said, what? <laughs> and it was Artemis. I was like, you got blue eggs, girl. Like, we know it's you. <laughs> oh, you can't hide. Yeah, you can't blame that on your sister. Nope, oh, no. Nope, nope, nope. No. Did you figure out why she's laying outside of the nesting box? Um, I think somebody. Did you ask her? Well, she just gets on my shoulder meh, 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 at me. But, um, <laughs> she- I think it's because somebody was in the nesting box and refused to like move when she bullied them. Oh, that she they didn't submit. Maybe you should make Pom Pom her own nesting box and put her <laughs> little name on it. Make her own box and put her little name on Aww. it, a little tag. Yeah, we can get the- and make her a little curtain. We'll, we'll, get out the, we'll get out the little cricket and do all yeah. that. Yeah, well, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> nesting boxes with labels, labeling the nesting boxes. I would buy personalized labels to put on my nesting boxes. You could put it on the little lip of the nesting box and you could put your chicken's names on it or something. That would you be- know, I'm just throwing that out there. Great. <laughs> and then we'll teach our chickens how to read. Yes. <laughs> because you should give your chicken a choice on whether it should read or not. Absolutely. Then they can consent. That brings me to a point about exploiting chickens. We have been accused of this this past week. (laughs) We are exploiting our chickens for clout and influence. I have no idea where the influence is coming or where the clout's going to show up. We we don't have any, but yeah. What is your opinion on that, Ray? My opinion? I mean, like if my clout and like you know money is coming in the mail late, then I'm okay with it. They're okay with it too because I've asked them if they like mealworms and they said yes. And so right? I and, and they can't get jobs. No. Like they don't have thumbs. So it's not gonna work for them. They can't even open the bags. They need us. Yeah, they can't operate a vehicle. And even if they bought it online on Amazon, they don't have a job. They don't have a debit card or an Amazon account, which maybe they do. I don't know, but <laughs> If they collectively get together, someone could figure it out on how to order their own mealworms online. Yeah. And then but, they need some fool to pay for it because that yeah. stuff's expensive. It is very expensive. And I see a lot of people growing their own mealworms. My mom does. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Um, disgusting. It's, it's creepy. Yeah, it is disgusting. Have you watched those videos where the they eat? Well, maybe that's grub flies. but Oh, they do the same thing. Yeah, because like my mom goes downstairs and she feeds all her bugs. She she does it for songbirds, but like she likes spoiling her little cluckers every once in a while by giving us some. Oh, they love it. Some live ones, and she's gonna set me up with like how to do that. So then, like once I know how, I'll teach you. 
Yeah, there's a lady online. I can't remember her name, but she is so sweet. And she makes, she's actually a cake decorator. And I know she does amazing cake. She's very talented, but she has chickens and she has a mealworm farm. But she purchases the, I don't know all the details, but I guess like a starter kit or something. And then you go from there and build like a mealworm community. It's like an empire. But, yeah. I don't know if I could do, I don't know if I can have the time to do that. I don't know. Uh, they, Is there a lot of work in it? They smell. Oh yeah. That's I don't the want nothing else that smells. Yeah. They, they smell. I don't That's, think there's too much work into it. It's mm -hmm. just, it stinks. Yeah. It's, it's got a weird smell to it. And I mean, like, I don't know, maybe it's just because like, I think it's, I walk downstairs in the basement and I hear them like crunching the leaves and I'm like, Ooh, it's just creepy. Yeah, that, that may not be for us. So. <laughs> yeah, I, but my mom said it's pretty easy. So, I mean, like, if she says it's easy, you know, I trust her. But, I mean, she's also retired and she has time well, to yeah, do stuff. Yeah, so, she'll yeah. do it. You know. <laughs> well, if you ever figure it out, just share. Oh, of course. Share your vast of knowledge with me so we can grow our own bugs. Yes. And then make our own empire. <laughs> yes. And we will rule the world. <laughs> the chicken world. <laughs> with our mealworm daddies. <laughs> Yeah, everyone needs a mealworm daddy. Don't look at me in that tone of voice, sir. You know, she only loves you for your mealworms. Obviously. <laughs> and that fuzzy, soft beard of yours. It is soft. Sorry, we're crazy. No, don't be sorry. I have some questions for Jeff. Uh oh. Okay. I'm not sure what they are yet. I want to hear Jeff's take on all this chicken stuff. All the chickens online, the chicken community, the chicken daddy Sunday. I want to hear your point of view of these chickens. Well, at first, I, I didn't want to have anything to do with it. And there are some days that that's still like that. Um, but I will say that the chicken community is actually really refreshing because when I first started dating Ray, she was very big into horses. And the horse community, it's hit or miss. Some are very nice and some are just not very nice individuals and they, they don't treat a lot of other people well, but, and sometimes their horses even well, but in the chicken community, I like the fact that everybody is so happy and they, you know, they can have fun with essentially these little dinosaurs running around your backyard or in your uh, farm or whatnot. And it's, it's been really nice. And a lot of the stuff is really funny and really interesting too came into it not knowing anything, still don't know a lot of stuff. And all of it has been very interesting and I've enjoyed it. Why do you think that is that people with chickens are so happy and I not think, judgmental? I think you have to have a sense of humor with it because they're just little eating pooping machines and you just got to get used to the fact that all they want is to eat and poop <laughs> and you get eggs out of the deal. I mean, it's, it's nice, but and I think it's their their little personalities. Like, I never knew a chicken had a personality. I thought they just were a simple bird. And every single one of the ones that we have, they all have their special little personality. And it's it's funny. They're sweet, too. I didn't even, I never knew a chicken would cuddle. And she has one that cuddles with her. Well, multiple ones that cuddle with you almost every day. So. They've tried to cuddle yeah. you. They do try to cuddle me. Only when I try to take their eggs. If y'all, if the listeners didn't know, Ray has been a previous guest, like I mentioned, but she, uh, her episode is episode three. So if you want to go back and listen to her whole story of how the COVID cluckers began, 
it's a very fascinating story. So, but I think that uh, what you brought up is so true. So many people don't realize or didn't realize prior to getting chickens that they had such vibrant personalities. They aren't just, you know, for eggs and meat and stuff like that. So a lot of my guests have used chickens for therapy and it has changed so many things mentally and emotionally, but they are so funny and they have Mm -hmm. a vast array of different personalities. Who is your favorite, Jeff, out of the whole bunch, the flock? Ray asked me this yesterday. I really don't know if I have a favorite. I think the one that I'm (laughs) most... Pom Pom just cracks me up, but I think Leia probably is is one of my favorite because she just she has her own way about her. She causes me the most trouble, um, and she's the one that <laughs> always wants to come inside. And by I say causes me trouble is uh, there's been a few times that I've tried to just get in the coop, do something really quick, and she's right at the door and she's ready to come out. And there's been times where I push her back, push her back, and she just says hell with you and pops right out. <laughs> And then all the other ones follow her and it's just like, I I give up and just let them out. But I do like Pom Pom. I do like Leia a lot. Um, Artemis is just a a funny, loud little bird. But uh, yeah, I really, really don't have a favorite. Blue's pretty cuddly with you. Blue's cuddly, yeah. What is blue? I can't remember now. Blue, she saw a golden comet. She's just... Okay, yeah, yeah. She Like if she had a voice... She would be B. Arthur. Like she's got like that like smoker's voice. <laughs> I think golden comments are great. I had a whole little mini flock of them. They are very vibrant they and are. very vocal. No, what they are downright cuddly. Like I everybody talks about these Orpingtons, and like yeah. I'm like, okay, y- y'all haven't met my golden comments because they are like velcroed to me at any given time. And like they'll come sit on his lap, and he's like, "What is going on?" Yeah. You know, like, and but that's not always the case, though, mm-hmm. because most of those are uh, maybe it's just the way that you have interacted with them. Oh, that's true. I mean, we that's did put, we did put a lot of time into like just hanging out with them, and I mean, like, I was always worried about being able to handle them in case like there was an emergency, like if like they were sick or something. And I didn't want them to have like that panic of like, Oh my God, she's touching me on top of like, you know, like my, my vent has prolapsed, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And that's a very good tip for our listeners is handle, 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 handle your chickens. Oh, there goes our cat. What are you? (laughs) You can't see this, but there's a kitty cat. Our house is animal planet. It really is. Yeah, it's on top of the train board. I have nine dogs and one cat and a hundred chickens, so it's okay. Yes. We love all pets. Everyone is welcome. Cannot believe you just did that. Yeah, yeah, I can. (laughs) That's the one that wants to go outside. Okay, okay, okay. So you just have the one cat? No, we have three. We have three. Oh, you have three cats. Yeah, this is Tyrion. I've missed so much. And then we have Hodor. He's a Maine Coon mix. And then we have his tw- Tyrion's twin sister. So they look oh, I love like. him. I want to snuggle his little face. <laughs> he would let you. Yeah. He, he's very I want you to. I want you to squish his little face for me. Rub his little face. There you go. <laughs> he's so sweet. He is. He's fun. So y'all have any big plans for this summer? Uh, We're trying to plan a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> that's been canceled like four times. That's right. I always think that y'all are married. We are. We're, we did get married 
Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> okay. so we were supposed to. Get I don't married. judge anyone. It's fine. So I, I wasn't for sure. So. <laughs> so our wedding's been pushed back uh, three times at this point. We were supposed to get married last July, but with COVID, there was no way. So I told her, um, "Hell or high water, we're getting married in July. It doesn't matter how we're doing it. We're still going to get married." So we actually had a little ceremony up in the park by our house. Aww. And we just invited people that were already associated with the wedding and family members. And it was just a nice little event. We had a little barbecue at the end. Um, it was like a rehearsal dinner, but it was legal. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, that's sweet, though. So we're we're coming up on a year of marriage. Yeah. And that was just a test. When, when did y'all get married? 25th of July. Yeah. 25th of July. Okay. We've you had, had to look at me. You didn't know. <laughs> We've had so many dates. The shame. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> no one needs to know the date. It's fine. It's just we've had so many dates. Yeah, like it's true. thrown at us and it's like, oh, and it's like, oh, we need this date for this and that. And like, and eventually we were like, okay, this is just the date we're gonna do yeah. this. So for those that are just now listening, Ray is a music teacher. Mm-hmm. Right, Ray? Yes, I am. So, so this whole COVID thing, Ray has had to transition. I'm sure she's had to transition like all the other teachers have through through zoom and everything else so we just want to give a big big clap and shout out to ray oh thank you and all the teachers out there that are listening so we we greatly appreciate that because unfortunately we do hear a lot of teacher abuse now yeah we do (laughs) but i i will tell you i have found a lot of teachers on Instagram with the chickens. And the thing that we talked about was the fact that like the chickens are like that nice, like at the end of the day, we just walk out and we go to the chickens. It's like, we just lose. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, uh, What does that look like for you? Well, we now have the, like he's joined me in this routine. I used to just go out and like free range them in like the little area we had. And um, cause we had poultry fence at first because I didn't know how the dogs are going to interact with them. Right. And, and like, it's handy to have that because we do have foxes. So we've been talking about electrifying it. Yeah. So that way we can, mm-hmm. but, um, but now we've gotten brave and we're letting them around the entire yard, but we've been going out at night and just like sitting out and enjoying our yard with the girls. And like after his long day, you know, and my long day, it's nice. Cause we'll go outside. We'll barbecue. The chickens are just running around playing. Like our neighbors all love them. Like every time they see them, like everybody has to stop and talk to us about chickens and it's really cute. And the neighbor down the street who inspired us to get the chicken, well, me to get the chickens on him. Um, <laughs> I've been talking to Jeff her. Jeff is shaking his head no for those who can't visually see him. <laughs> and I'm really excited because she just got chicks. I'm going to take those cute little dinosaur arms down to her and let her take some pictures with her chicks. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. We bond with chicken owners so quickly. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know if that happens. I'm sure it happens in other with other animals and things, but I think with chicken people, it's like an immediate, you are my sister now. Mm-hmm. We now are bonded because of these little feathered freaks. You and I are together. So you understand the pain. Yeah. <laughs> the blood, sweat, and tears that goes into them. Yeah, and a lot of the a lot of those people we can learn from too, you know, based on how long they've had chickens or maybe an experience they had, they could share with us or so we all benefit from having chicken friends. Oh yeah. I'm always learning. I, I learn something new almost every day and I'm like, Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah. Me too. And that whole egg. That is um, so cool. 
I didn't know that at all. I think that's the last resort, you know, kind of thing. You don't necessarily want to just, you want to stick to candling with, you know, a light or a candler, but this was a dire straight situation and I, I couldn't tell if they were viable or not. So the water, the cup of warm water was mind blowing. So that is just, that's such a, cool and now I've shared that information with you yes. and all of our listeners. And, and I don't really know much about, cause we can't have, right. Like, like we can't hatch chicks here. So it's like, I mean, I'm sure through an incubator, it'd be, it would be a fun experience, I guess. But, like, I don't know anything about that. I'm just like, oh, you know what? I would stick it underneath the chicken and hope for the best. Yeah, I don't do an incubator. I mean, but just one of the smaller ones to have as a backup if this ever happens again. Because this is a learning experience for me. All under broody moms, most of them are very good at it. Except for hell chicken, which consumed <laughs> her babies. But I love hell chicken. Hell chicken is crazy. She is Bat crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I still love her. Like every time she shows up, I'm like, ah, it's my girl. <laughs> She's so evil. Her thoughts are evil. <laughs> I, I feel her thoughts in my soul. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like her. I always like the bad <laughs> guys. <laughs> <laughs> are, is Jeff a bad guy? No, not is at all. Is Jeff one of those naughty boys? Oh, no, no. Bad boys? No, he's such a great person. You are. Oh, y'all have to tell me what what do you appreciate about each other? She feeds me. I do feed him. <laughs> uh, no, I <laughs> I really just appreciate the fact that she's a very honest person. She doesn't have time to be us around. She's very caring, very loving, and she has the switch of anger, which is just amazing to watch when it's not on me. And <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really <laughs> uh, I enjoy her company quite a bit. Yeah. He makes me laugh. Oh my God. We laugh all the time. Yeah. Like if we're fighting, all of a sudden we'll just crack up in the middle of it. Like it can be super serious, <laughs> like the most intense thing ever. Yep. And then we're laughing. Yeah. That is a marriage that will last. That is wonderful. That's the plan. Absolutely wonderful. That is the I plan. I think the whole time we've been together, we've had maybe three fights and it's always been something just extremely stupid. Yeah. <laughs> he threw potatoes. And as someone of Irish descent, that upset me. <laughs> not like throwing a sandal at somebody or something. That's an Italian thing, and that's like that's that's a behavior. I threw tool. them in the trash can. Yeah, just through, across the kitchen. He got mad through some splits, and I was like, no. So and we fought over that. My mom was Italian, and she would grab everything and anything off the walls. I don't know, but she'd have those big forks, wooden forks, yeah, and spoons. Yep. yep. And she, there were six kids, so she would go through all of the names, and I was like the <laughs> second to the last baby. So my baby sister, the one who passed away, was the youngest, and then it was me. So she would grab that spoon or fork off the wall, and she would start calling our names. And I knew I had like four kids <laughs> before it got to me, and I, and I was... I'm a, a short little human. So, I mean, I had the tiniest little legs and I ran as fast as I could to go and hide until she got to my, before she got to my name. I'm pretty sure that my grandmother, because my dad's mom, I'm pretty sure whenever she wiggled the spoon drawer, it wasn't necessarily because the kids were bad, but she just wanted some peace and quiet because they would uh, all scatter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they knew. They knew. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true it's so sad and scary <laughs> it's something we can all laugh about yeah 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 my mom was very 
she was very vocal. <laughs> but I want to hear a, fa- a few of your favorite things. You know, like they do those big shows like Oprah, and Oprah does that, right? Yeah. A few of my favorite things. I want to hear Ray's favorite things right now. Like in general? Anything, anything. Anything. I want to hear anything you're loving. Anything has to do with chickens. Anything has to do with your home. I, I've been doing those Henny and Rue boxes. I talked to you about them. They're really cool. If you guys get a chance to do them. like Yeah, I have to do that. I have that on my list to, like, to go look at that. The last box I got was really neat because it came with a really cool first aid type thing. It was like a bag that'll fit around your chicken. And it's little, and you can let the little feet hang out, so that way you're not getting hen slapped. Oh, cool! So you can like actually, oh, yeah. so you can actually like examine them. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, trying to think, what else? What have I been playing with lately? I don't. He's looking at me like. Chickens. Don't say Jeff. We can't say that. No, no, no. We're- <laughs> chickens. Chicken. Like you've been playing with chickens yeah, every I, single day for I, like a I, year. I've been going crazy about plants lately. How are you dealing with chickens in gar in your garden? Um. They actually do pretty well. We fenced off where the pumpkins are. Yeah. Because Jeff wants to grow pumpkins. We have a huge fair up here, and he wants to enter a pumpkin in the fair. If I can get it to the right they, size, yeah. And um, I think I can enter eggs. You can. but Yes, you can. But um, Yeah. Well, they do here. I assume they do there. They do. They have an egg exhibit there. They even have a chicken exhibit, but we, we don't want to enter our chickens because it's... Biosecurity. It, yeah. Taking my kids. I want my kids. I say my kids. <laughs> I won't be taking my chickens. Not me personally. I know a lot of people do, and that's fine for them, but not me. But we don't we don't have the breeds to do it no. to begin with. And second of all, I don't want to deal with the biosecurity. And I mean, like, yeah, it's a whole ordeal once yeah. you bring them back. Yeah, I was reading the regulations, and they're actually really strict. Like my where I got my girls, yeah, they're MPIP, but I don't have the documentation because I just bought like the Artemis yeah. Luna from a breeder. So, like, I just don't want to mess with it. But um, I might enter some of my photos because I've been doing a lot of photography stuff lately. And I've been having fun with that. Wonderful. That's yeah. a wonderful idea. And we talk about that every year. And then last year we were going to. But, hey, COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got shut down last year. And I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I'm just trying not to think about teaching on my off time. That's it. Yeah. Are you on summer right now? No. No? Not so Are y'all getting a summer break? Not really. It's Very like little. six weeks. Y'all, you you went back to school, right? Yeah, we, we're in person. You're physically in school mm-hmm. now. Yeah. How is that going with all the little kids? They're cute. <laughs> They're really cute. Um, it's, it's not what people think school should be. Like most people are thinking we're going to go back. We're going to be normal. Kids are going to be playing and they're going to have fun with their friends. It's not like that at all. It's, um we're expecting a lot of them and kids are so resilient. And I think that in a lot of ways they're more resilient than adults because they they'll sit at a desk for five, six hours and they will learn and they're happy to be there. And they have been following the rules better than most adults do. So um, I don't think people give kids enough credit when it comes to it. Like I'm very proud of all of them. And when I go in my, my job is yes, I'm supposed to educate with music, but like I feel right now care over content. Like, let's go in there. Let's yeah. have fun. Let's sing songs. Let's try to make it feel as normal as possible. We're learning recorders. And I apologize to the parents every time I send a recorder <laughs> home. Um, and the parents are like, uh, they're like, it's okay. It's okay. 
because I've also included like a little contract that the kids had to sign saying that if their parents ask them to stop, they have to stop. You are one smart cookie. Mm-hmm. And I taught parents how to take them apart. <laughs> so if they need to take the whole thing apart, there you go. I think that is so kind of you, though, to reach out to the parents in such a way, knowing that times are, you know, people have really had a hard time uh, with loss of jobs and just loss of businesses and things, and then having to then sending the kids back and then reaching out to the parents and trying to communicate with them on, you know, helping ease them into the situation. So I commend you for that. Well, thank you. So, Jeff, what do you like? Yeah, Jeff, I want to hear what what are Jeff's things? What's what's making Jeff excited? Father's Day's coming up. Yes, it <laughs> is. What would you want for Father's Day? You're a chicken dad. That's true. Not a dad. dad. I guess so. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know. I guess just away from everybody. Oh, <laughs> that's wow! That melted my heart. That should be a song. <laughs> We should make a song out of that. We will. One of my favorite things, model trains and Dungeons and Dragons. Like I'm a 12 year old. He's a 12 year old. We give him some Legos. He's happy. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's really nice, Jeff. <laughs> I see why Ray fell in love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure uh, to give you your space. That's <laughs> They give me eggs. That's the best present I can get. That's true. I don't have to buy eggs. The dogs and cats don't. No, you don't want dog no, and cat I don't eggs. eggs. No, not from them. <laughs> no, and these eggs that are in the industrial egg side is it's it's not good. It's so sad. I don't think I could go back. And if enough people purchase chickens for eggs, then that would take a dent out of the big egg production companies. I so think, if we took it into our own hands. I also think that like, cause where we live, part of our poultry permit is we're not allowed to sell them. And what? yeah, we're not allowed to sell the eggs. And I was like, come on. Uh, if I remember correctly, I think there's another permit process you no. have to go through. It, no, it said, it? it said in the, the city that we're not allowed to. Uh, sell. I thought you could go through another permit mm-hmm. process to get that. No, if we're in the County. Yes. But, uh, that's where it was. Okay. But they're not letting us sell them. And I wish we could. Cause I mean, like we could even just go and take eggs down. Cause we have like a huge uh, shelter down here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and just to be able to contribute somehow. Cause I mean, like sometimes, sometimes we're overrun with eggs. And the nice thing <laughs> is, but yeah, the ladies up at um my job will, will get them off of me. And while I don't, I can't take payment. I have a little QR code that actually goes to support um, my friend Chicken Noodle. Oh, you did not. Yes, I did. So they right. so they can donate money to her and her little hen rescue she's got going on in South Africa because she just got a whole bunch more. Yep. So she's working wow. hard there. Yeah. But if like they would let us be able to sell eggs to our neighbors, like it builds a big, bigger sense of community, I think. And yes, it does. I don't understand. I mean, out in the county, we we can sell. I mean, we do whatever you want out here in the county. But I mean, even in the city, like and in the big part of the city, they sell eggs right there on the market. But we are huge in that little in our city, in the city part on farmers markets and farm to table. There's a lot of places along that main strip that offer those products from local producers. Yeah, I think we're moving towards that where we're at because we are very farm oriented. We celebrate our farms like moving up here from Baltimore. 
it was so nice because it is very very rural out here in comparison well this was a farm community at one time a day like that's that's what it was that's why we have such a big agricultural fair it's just the farms have slowly left our area and but like the farm community is still there like we still do a lot of farming stuff there's a lot of farmers markets and a lot of farm celebrations i mean like it it's pretty big up here um i i don't know where some of these people get off saying that farming is profitable because to your average farmer they're in the hole and it's yeah. they're in the hole for taking care of their animals and sometimes their family comes second to their animals like i yes I, it, it's it's infuriating sometimes to see those comments <laughs> oh yes they're just making money off of their animals yes making money off their backs like with pumpkin i'm making money off of pumpkin's sweet little back I don't know where that money is because <laughs> she's I ain't it. getting it. <laughs> she's hoarding it. That she has a bank account somewhere in offshore somewhere. <laughs> I could see that with her. I could too. But yeah, but yeah I- she's bad. She got in trouble though. She got Aww. in trouble yesterday. She ran off during free time and she went down by the barn and down by the pond. And then crossed that and went down to the creek. And I had only left like to go on the side to go to the bathroom. And it's like as soon as I walked away, she hauled booty down there. Knowing we live right next to the Cherokee National Forest. So, oh. yeah, I cried for about a good hour. I couldn't find her. I thought I was going to have to make a pulse that look- she had no. gone. But pumpkin, I found her. I found her and now she's not allowed out <laughs> at all <laughs> unless I visually have eyes on her. That's why I said I was going to buy her a chicken leash and put her on it like a runner, like a dog. <laughs> and just let her go back and forth like this. <laughs> she would be fine. Because she's not a chicken. She doesn't know. Yeah. When I brought her inside, it was during the winter time. She hatched during winter. So I brought her inside because she had been bullied so terribly. Okay, so I couldn't let her outside to mingle with everyone else during snowstorms. So she kind of got unchickified. So she didn't listen to any calls. She didn't listen to any <laughs> warning signs. So when she's outside and Mr. Jangles gives a call to hide, Pumpkin's just wandering around like, you know, she don't know what's going on. So it's, I'm slowly getting her integrated so she recognizes that she needs to listen to the warning calls. You know, she needs to stay with her flock. So I'm, I created the monster. But Oh, but we still love little pumpkin. Yes. I love Miss Pumpkin. We like when she poops on the dog. Yeah, she does poop on the dog quite frequently. Because <laughs> <laughs> we get the biggest kick out of those videos. We're sitting there like I got I actually got him on TikTok. Yep. And he wasn't on there oh, before. No. And like you were like one of the first accounts he had to go follow because yep. he loves following Miss Pumpkin and Miss yeah, Fancy. So. <laughs> I mean, it's for real. She just climbs on his back and Gibbs, which is like a lab with no legs. He's like a Tonka truck. He's so fat. <laughs> but he's been on special diets. He gets, he's the vet. He gets trips to the vet. The vet knows all about it. And we're working on it. Okay. But it's labs. Yeah, it's a lab. I, he gets his food measured out and weighed. I mean, like on a scale, grams. Okay, like grams. And he is the most active. Any video you usually see, he's probably off on the other side because he follows me everywhere. And we go on walks together. 
And he is the only one that he's just built like a dump truck. And <laughs> I I know people look at him like, gosh, he's overweight. Yeah, I know he is. And so does the vet. But anyway, she climbs on him and she starts pecking him and stuff. And he <laughs> just lays there. He's so sweet to her. And then all of a sudden she'll just poop on him. And I'm like, honey, you pooped on a dog. And she's like, no, I didn't. Yeah, she's like, no, I didn't. Maybe you did. That was there when I got here. <laughs> I know. Know what's funny about them? You don't have to make anything up. They just, yeah. They just, it, it happens. And you're like. You know, because he, he just doesn't understand that I can talk to her. And I know what she's saying. Like, I know what Wilma says. And like, you know what Pom Pom says, you know what they're, they're thinking at all times. And they know what you're thinking. Like, that's another weird thing too. They're really good at reading us. If y'all are just tuning in, we are not crazy. (laughs) Maybe we are. (laughs) But maybe we are. I don't know. I don't care though. So whatever. But Ray is one of my most favorite people. And we are so glad that she came back to speak with us and she brought Jeff. Yay, Jeff. Jeff the chicken stud. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. I want to get him some Easter eggers at some point so they can have a beard off. (gasps) You know, you should do that. That is a very good idea. One chicken to Daddy Sunday, you should do a beard off. Beard off. Okay. But if you've been listening to our podcast for any length of time, you know that We are not here to give you a scripted podcast in any way. We are here to tell you the truth. And we are also glad that Tractor Supply changed their brooders that they use. Those towers suck. And many, many people have told you this. But I am proud they listen to people. Yeah. Like we went in a couple times and we were really sad about it. We had actually bought that heater that they were using for their brooder. And there's a flaw in it. And I mean, like, I'm sure that they they would love hearing about me telling them about a flaw. But we found that, like, part of it was disconnected when we took it apart because it's not working. Yeah, I actually went through and took the whole thing apart. I think the the heat regulation, like, um, the chip that allows it not to get too hot, I don't think that was working. And then there's something within all the wire that's in there that, that heats the, that's the heating element. There's something that had to been disconnected. Like, there was some kind of resistor or something that just blew up because it lasted a solid day. Like was it, it a day? I thought yeah. it was a week. No, I'm, it was a day. It wasn't long enough. And like, so do you think that the heaters that they put in, I think that, stopped working and they weren't aware of it. I think that they probably had some flaws with it. Yeah. I think they were, I mean like the idea in theory is really good. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought the idea was good too set up that way and not have the heat lamp. And I think now that they, I mean, like it's sad that they had to like test it in the real world, you know, but maybe next year if they brought them back, maybe the, you know, the, the heating plates are lower, you know, maybe they're not stacked as high and maybe the food's in a different place. Like, because like corporations do that all the time, unfortunately. And sometimes the real world tests, putting it to the real world test versus like in like their little, you know, production areas are totally different. Yeah. So I, I I thought the idea in theory was good. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. When I saw them at first, I was like, wow. And then you started hearing about, you know, just visually looking at it, you could tell that it just didn't seem right. And the chicks no. didn't, the chicks were not viable. But at least they fixed it. And that. Yeah. Yes, they did. I mean, I love Tractor Supply. I'm trying not to knock them. 
they're a big corporation. Yeah. Like, you know, they're always going to have, it's not like a mom and pa shop where things can get fixed a lot faster. I mean, like you got to go through all these protocols and like, we all yeah. know paperwork, paperwork, paperwork. And, you know, it just, it takes a lot of time for things to change in those types of things. It, it's slow moving. Yep. But, but I commend Tractor Supply for doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Same. We we shop there. We like yeah. we like going there. Like I think it's fun just to walk around and look at stuff. So. <laughs> I do too. They have so many cute things with a chicken on it. Like you could take your board and just slap a chicken on it, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, "Oh, that's the cutest thing! I want one! I want!" T-. Yep. So yes, they know. Anyway. Yeah, they know us. They, they know. do. And and I would like if they would put some more chickens, not just roosters, because like yeah. some of us cannot uh, have yes. the roosters. I mean, like they haven't met Luna. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah. She's pretty statuesque. One of those crickets. So you can start making yes. stuff. There you I'm go. going to. Yeah. Start making. Because I would buy stuff. We'll, we'll put some Wilma's on <laughs> things. We have a giveaway coming up too. Ooh. I won't give all the information, but. That's exciting. I don't do a lot of giveaways. It's time consuming. It really is. It really is. Because you want to do a good job and you want, you know, you know, you want to get them good things that they'll use. But we do have one coming up. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear about it. I'm excited now. Because yeah. it's going to be good. If it's you giving away something, it's going to be good. We're going to be good. We're going to be good. We're going to be good. <laughs> so I found, so, I did this with Leia, but a lot of people have been talking about their chickens have been having like respiratory infections and they're getting pills and not like uh, liquid, like antibiotics. Mm-hmm. I still put the liquid antibiotics in it anyway, but I've been putting if they need medication in blueberries and they take them and there's no trauma of like trying to like lift up the beak and like aspiration or anything like that. And I also have been freezing blueberries on hot days and putting them in water and it forces them to drink water. (laughs) Yeah. Frozen blueberries are one of my, my flock's favorite. And that's a very good tip about the blueberry. As long as you know, the chicken is eating and drinking, but I mean, if it wasn't eating or drinking, then of course you're going to have to use a syringe, but yeah, that's a very good tip. But it takes away the trauma. Right that is now. actually a good tip. I got it from you. How did you get it from me? Because like you were like, because I had to get help to hold. You had to hold. Oh, because we had to burrito the chicken. Yeah, yeah no, that burrito, didn't do good. <laughs> we would burrito Leia, and uh, <laughs> he'd have to hold her. I'd be sitting there trying to shoot the syringe down her throat. And you wouldn't think the little chicken like that would be that strong, but she kicked and just. <laughs> Fucked and she didn't want anything it to do like with it. It was like Hulk smash. Like I've never seen anything like it. Did you use the thing that you got from Henny and Rude? That little harness we thing. Didn't have it we yet. didn't have it then. Oh, you didn't have it then. Yeah. Oh, but that would have been very helpful. Mm. Yeah, when it comes time for anything with Luna, it's gonna be handy because she is good with the hen slap. She is so accurate. <sighs> yeah, she is. It's a little bit more about the Henny and Rude. I mean, is it a subscription? Can you buy yeah. it one time? This is not a sponsored um, episode at all. We're just, is this is Ray. That yeah, it's just real loves- talk. It's real talk. It's a subscription box, but like you can buy them like on their own if you want to. And I just was like, he gets these Marvel boxes where he gets like comic books and stuff. And I was like, why not get it? I was like, why not get the chicken box? And there are several out there, but like I saw that one. It really caught my eye because they had like, um, there were like, health things in there there were like samples um they sent me like a really nice thing of like um yeah of like chicken toys they also have like little home good type things like chicken towels and oh yeah but i i really liked they sent me a um in the box they had a sample of like grains but it was like things that 
were easy for them to digest and like flaxseed. And like, I noticed mm-hmm. a huge difference with them with it. And I was like, Oh, I really like this, but I wouldn't have bought that on my own, you know? So to have the sample of it was nice, but they've included like sample magazines of things. They have coupon codes for classes. Like I really liked everything that was kind of in there each mm-hmm. time. I'm excited about this next one. I think I get a little cute flag. This is welcome to our coop. Like it, it's like, it's very like, if you're, if you like stuff with chickens on it. I'm going to sign up today. Yeah. And it's actually affordable. I think it's like 40 bucks. Yeah. And like you get like 40 bucks worth of stuff easily. So, and I got a cute little pencil case with like chickens on it that I yeah. take to school that I keep like my stuff in. Oh. <laughs> I do want to ask a serious question though. I have uh, several I've spoken with several friends that have chickens and they've reached out and they live in areas like South Africa and and they are having the hardest time finding chicken feed for their layers. A lot of the um, products that are available are for the big meat industries Mm -hmm. there here where you can just go to Tractor Supply and get your layer feed or pick out any feed that you want. Yeah where to get those types of products. And I know that you're friends with uh, some people in South Africa as well. So I didn't know if you had any insight on um, that. I just thought of that. Um, Shalane said that there's a couple of places. It's not like here where like you can just like, you know, there's several different places to go to and the chicken feeds are not as complete as what we have here. Um, I forget what she said, but there are a couple feed stores that she can go to, but it's not as high quality as what we have here. Um, it also has a lot to do with like the economies that are going on in these places. Um, in Gail Damero's book, the chicken health handbook, she does go through um, different ways to make your own feed. Yes. I have read that. And yeah. like, I thought that that was handy because a lot of that stuff is very accessible. It's just, you're buying stuff separately instead of all mixed together. So like the cost is probably going to be a lot higher, but if you can get a couple farms together to do that, like if you have people that happen to be close by, that might be like an option, like where you guys like kind of like go in all together and create your own chicken feed and split it amongst yourselves. Um, I know that oyster shell it depends on like where you are because like you can't really import like the same oyster shells that we have here because of like, again, biosecurity. So, um, yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people do the eggshell thing. It's not quite as good, but it's, it's better than nothing. About the same subject of having to try and create their own type of layer feed. And we did, I did, you know, mention that, that you can make your own, but I just never really thought about it. Uh, it just kind of popped in my mind when you talked about chicken noodle. And I was like, mm, yeah, there's things that are going on in other areas. And how could we help, you know, maybe just provide the information that we have available here on how to do those types of things? Yeah. And uh, the other thing we got to keep in mind as Americans, the rest of the world deals in metric. So we, we, we totally have to like convert. Like when I'm speaking to people overseas, it's like, I have to like convert on the spot. Um, I lived in Ireland for a hot second and, you know, going back and forth between like kilometers and miles was like, once you learn how to do it, you're okay. But like, I, I do that a little bit easier than most people just from having that experience. But I do remember when I was in Ireland, it was harder to get things and things were more expensive just for the sheer fact it was an Island. And they had to import everything. It's not like here. We're like, expensive. we just have tons of industry 
And yeah. it's just not the same. And I know like Africa has like high taxes, like import taxes, like um, us shipping. I've shipped a couple things to Shalane a couple times and it's been more expensive to ship it than what the item is worth. But to me, to get it to her was worth it. Yeah. Because like uh, the stuff I've sent her, I've sent her like um, omelet pet toys because they don't have that type of stuff. Yeah. And I know that she would love that for her birds. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just little stuff like that. It's things we got to think about like, whoa, we have this stuff available and not everybody has it. So mm -hmm. Let's help those who don't have it as well and help them. So yeah, absolutely. 100%. Thank you for your insight on that. And appreciate I appreciate you. I'm trying to think there's also like different, um, there are chicken societies in all the different countries. I don't know if you know about that. Like we have like the chicken, chicken clubs, but those chicken societies are really big on like trying to get uh, high quality nutrition to their birds. Like they're like the conservation society that we have here. Mm -hmm. It's the a poultry. Thing. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, maybe people can get in touch with those types of organizations in their own countries. I mean, it's just a Google search, I guess. First time <laughs> coming on our podcast and we appreciate y'all so much. And it's so much fun. I love Miss Ray, but one of the wonder hen podcast really appreciates the both of y'all. Oh, and until next time, bye-bye y'all. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye. bye.